I always have to start. You start. Well, this, like, this is like a great, like, <laughs> what have we decided? It's been over a month since yeah, we've done this. Yeah, it has so. been a while since we were How here. How do we start the, the podcast? Welcome back. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to, what does that even mean? An Adulting 101 podcast <laughs> hosted by the Octavia Fields Library. My name is Gabby and I'm here with Nicole. And today, no, I, I think that's too fast. Like, I don't want to jump right in like that. Let's, okay. Let's talk about some some stuff that's been going on. Can we Can we just, we're here in Houston, yeah. in Harris County, and let's talk about why we didn't get to do, because we had every intention of filming this for February. Yeah. And why didn't we? Why didn't we? Why didn't we? Oh, well, a huge ice storm hit. Yeah. Also, you got sick and almost like... I did. Oh, yeah. Like, I dropped yeah. off the face of the earth for like, three days. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Well, like, you didn't think... Like, you weren't actually going to die. You're just like a dramatic person. So let's let's preface that. Like, your life was never in danger. It was never in danger. In my mind, it was. I was... I don't even know why we started talking about that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But anyways... What are we talking about today? Time management. Okay. So let's manage the time. I'm not cool. doing a very good job thus far. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. uh, Today's episode mm-hmm. is going to be about time management. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? I, do you, do I you mean, know? Like, no, I don't know. You work, <laughs> you work with me. <laughs> do you think I know what time management means? <laughs> so I am by no means an expert on time management, but... You kind of learn through, like, what is it? Like a trial by fire, how to manage your time. Okay. So I'm not inspiring a lot of confidence in you. <laughs> how do you feel you're doing with your time management? I, I mean, like, you're my supervisor. How do you feel? <laughs> Let's I have mean, a performance review. <laughs> on air. I don't think you're bad at managing your time. I think it's everybody's different. So what works for you I've, I've noticed that you do, which we're going to talk about when we come to strategy, because I want your input, because you're completely, I feel like we're completely different when when we work. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, I'm going <laughs> to talk a lot about anxiety <laughs> during this episode, because I know that I struggle with anxiety. Managing my time helps me manage my anxiety. Okay. So I think that's true of most people. We are going to talk about procrastination and we're going to talk about like time wasters. So, but let's, let's start with like, what is time management? All of these are according to dictionary.com. So this is the official definition of time management. It is the analysis of how working hours are spent and the prioritization of tasks in order to maximize personal efficiency in the workplace. The heck does that mean? What does that mean in layman's terms? That basically just means that you are prioritizing your daily, weekly tasks and to-dos in order to be as efficient as possible. So that makes sense, right? Cool. Why is it important? When people say, oh, Nicole, you know, you need to learn to manage your time. Why do you think that that's important? Why do you think people say that to you? Um, Because I submit a video like the day before to for you to edit (laughs) like the day before it goes up on our social media page and I'm working on three different things at a time and I'm extremely stressed out and they're trying to hit me up for like music, background music to go. This is a very specific scenario. <laughs> I Okay, so <laughs> lots of back. Okay, yes, that is, that is why it's important. Just as a specific example. Yeah, well, and learning um, learning to put your tasks in order of importance and urgency is going to help you as a student and at work. 
when I was a teen in high school, the teacher does a lot of your time management. And in school in general, teachers do a lot of your time management. You move from task to task, from class to class. It's all, it's all taken care of for you. But once you graduate high school and you start college, yeah. you're kind of thrust into the real world. So if you don't already know how to manage your time, you're going to find yourself in unknown territory and floundering when you get to college. Knowing what to do when lessens anxiety, <laughs> as I've already said. You're not um, constantly asking yourself, now what do I do? What's next? What am I supposed to be doing? Because especially like at work, I have my tasks that I know I have to tackle every day. I go through my week and I plan it out and I schedule it for myself. And that just helps me move from day to day and task to task without feeling like something's falling through the cracks. Um, I don't know if you do the same thing. Uh, I mean, no, it's nothing it more specific than that, really. It depends on whether or not it's written down um, and it depends on the project. So like the craft videos, I have a running checklist of mm -hmm. like what I want to do before I record and what I need to do, get a hold of for mm -hmm. the kits that we put together. There's a lot of planning that goes into yes. this. <clears throat> so behind the scenes, you guys, you know, hopefully you guys are stopping by the library. You're picking up kits if you're here in Humble, Texas. So, but there is a lot of planning that goes into them because first of all, we're, we brainstorm. Like you have set I certain ideas of what you want. And I request, because again, my anxiety, I need you to give me, you know, we plan pretty far ahead. I, I, I think that for, especially for the Craft and Furious, we knew we were gonna do kits. We knew we were gonna do them for teens. I had an idea of how many I wanted you to start off with. We progressed to more and more as the time went on. But I did tell you, can you give me at least three months worth? Because <laughs> we talked about January, February, March. <clears throat> and that's the kind of like how I like to just know in the back of my head. For me, that's easiest. Um, and that's way something to that you. like works really well for me, like in terms of like us working together mm -hmm. on this is that like I'm not a planner is the thing <laughs> is the issue like this is I've never been a planner mm -hmm. like I've always been somebody who like not necessarily wings it but like I don't really think of really firm plans mm -hmm. for anything so that's something like having somebody who looks at me and says okay so I need this for this month and this month like gives me kind of a enough of a boundary mm -hmm. or like a like little a box a yeah. framework yeah. that I can start with right because what happens is I have like all of this stuff and then I I can't make a decision it's yes. the same thing with my time <laughs> yeah. right so like if we're, that's true we haven't moved on to strategies yet but my time mm -hmm. is like I give myself or my time management strategy is I give myself like I'm only going to work on this for an hour and then yes. I'm going to move on to and I else. and I was going to bring that up because I have noticed um you you'll put the timer on your computer screen or whatever and I've noticed that. So we're going to talk about that because that um, does not work for me. <laughs> that makes me anxious. We'll talk a little bit yeah. about my time management because I think you have a weird <laughs> conception of my time management style. I, maybe so, I do. like, could you see, just see the timer going over my head? Like, at like my computer she's going to die. <laughs> when the time stops, she's going to blow up. <laughs> So it allows you, again, I keep saying it, mentioning that it allows you to be more efficient in less time and with less stress. So less is more is, is kind of like uh, the motto for time management. Um, you don't want to spend your whole afternoon on one task or to do or project and everything else falls to the wayside when all these other things were time sensitive, for example. And should have been done first. You, you, that's the whole purpose of time management is learning to recognize the things that are important 
that you need to complete in a certain order in order to get to the next step. I'm so, well, like to pull this back to like, if you have a math, like your math homework mm -hmm. that is due tomorrow, mm -hmm. you don't want to start like maybe working on your essay that's due no. three weeks from there. Correct. Like that night and let your math home, spend all your time on that and let your math homework fall to the wayside. Fall to the wayside. And then five minutes before class, you're asking your friend to copy. No, that's not good. <laughs> you would never. You're asking your, your friend to copy again. I you, mean, you would never do that because our listeners are responsible. It's about collaboration. It's not copying. It's collaborating on the answer. It's getting some tips. Um, because would no okay I'm not gonna give my cheating strategy from high school to our listeners. No, no, we don't condone cheating. It's not cheating. It's collaboration. However, okay. your teacher will have a different definition of yeah, cheating I'm sure, I'm than sure I do. That they will. For me personally, being able to manage my time allows me to create priorities. And it also, more importantly, in my brain, it allows me to cross things off and give myself a check mark. Yeah. <laughs> Which we've talked about is like we, your favorite. Right. Favorite yes. Yeah. Because um, it gives me a sense of accomplishment. Um, and like, again, I get it helps me manage my anxiety. It makes me feel like I did something with my day and it wasn't just like a black void of like, when I think back at night on what I did today, I won't feel like I didn't do anything, you know. Um, if I don't have a set plan for how to do certain things, I feel completely like a ship <laughs> without an anchor. I am floating in a very daunting abyss and that's what creates the anxiety for me. How do I learn to manage my time? That's what we're here for. Uh, we're going to talk about some strategies. So I feel, I feel like I've talked enough. Now I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to you. And I want you to talk about what, my strategies. Yeah, your strategies, because my strategies are, are easy. Like it's just, well, I mean, not, not that they're easy, but it's just, it's pretty cut and dry. It's what most people I think think of when they think of time management. Like they just, they plan ahead. They write things down. They make a list. I don't know. You make a list, but just let's go ahead and you you, you go first. <laughs> so um, generally, I start out my day by making a list of things I need to do that day, mm -hmm. um, specifically like tasks. Uh, so for instance, if I need to, this can be anything from uh, checking back with somebody via email to editing a podcast or like much, which is a much larger project than mm -hmm. just sending off an email or shelving. YA or, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so it just depends. And also usually because I do forget to eat, if once I get wrapped up into a task, I usually put like lunch on there yeah. and like things like that. Mm -hmm. So my, that's usually how I start my day off. But after that, um, there's like different things that I have to do during the day. Like I have curbside shifts or mm -hmm. I have meetings during the day. That right. goes on my list with mm -hmm. specific times. Mm -hmm. This is a major issue for me is like I have ADHD mm -hmm. and my concentration ability is by default not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very easily distracted. Uh, I don't. So once I have this list, whenever I have a block, a chunk of free time, I like I start doing a task. I start set a time. This is called the, the Pomodoro method. So I start that's P-O-M-O-D-O-R-O. -O. Yeah. Yeah. Like tomato. Isn't that? Tomato? Yeah. yeah it's tomato so design. it started by this guy. I don't remember his name, but he was like a software <laughs> designer and like during grad school or whatever, like I'm, this is off the top of my head. Don't quote me on this, mm -hmm. but but I've he, heard of this strategy. So cool. He had like a little tomato mm -hmm. like kitchen timer, and he would set it 
the timer to 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then like when it rang, he would stop what he was doing, go take a break. And then after like three to five minutes, depending, he would come back and set the timer again to 25 and then like continue whatever mm -hmm. task he was working on. And, you know, he's got a list of tasks. So he's checking off like how much time or how many like, 25 minute how many pomodoros or 25 minute intervals <laughs> that's so cute how many tomatoes do i need <laughs> <laughs> how many like how many on blocks that list time. how much blocks yeah. of time he spent on that list mm -hmm. and like trying to create like a workflow where right. it's uninterrupted mm -hmm. so when you see me sitting at my desk and i have the timer going that's what i'm doing yes is especially this is because i have such a short attention span by default this is what i do for editing podcast stuff or any kind of like lengthy mm -hmm. task mm -hmm. especially or like when I'm moving books out in the collection like I set a timer for 25 minutes and then I take a break for five minutes and then I come back and do it again for mm -hmm. 25 minutes mm -hmm. until the task is completed right or until I have to move on to something else like mm -hmm. a curbside shift right it's not necessarily about like I have to complete the task in right. that time which I think is what you thought when I had the timer going. But yes. Like, or what your initial reaction yes. is to yeah. the timer going. I look at it as, okay, 25 minutes starts now and then I can take a break. Mm -hmm. 25 minutes starts mm -hmm. now and then I can take a yeah. break. Yeah. So you're, my understanding was that you were giving yourself set amounts of time to do things. No, no, no. And you, what you're actually doing is breaking your tasks into 25 minute increments. Well, 30 minute increments really with a five minute built-in mm -hmm. break, which I'm going to talk about one, the strategies. And that is one of the things that uh, there's this guy, his name is Alan Lakin. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name right. It's L-A-K-E-I-N, but he talks about the Swiss cheese method. He breaks big tasks and to-dos into um, that you could be procrastinating on into more manageable chunks. So that's kind of like, it's similar, not exactly the same as what you're talking about, but. Yeah, so what ends up happening is a lot of times, like I know with my personal experience with procrastination and then like my research as I tried to overcome, because I am a procrastinator by nature, um, is that you see this big task and it looks really big. Uh -huh. And then you, you're like, uh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, um, so exactly. you go and do like literally anything else. Exactly. And but like this is one of the coping strategies that they teach you for ADHD. Mm -hmm. And this is like one of those things like even if you don't have ADHD, yeah. it helps you. Yeah. You should do it. Yeah. Um, but you like so you start with like a six hour like for instance research project mm -hmm. and you go okay well I need to pick my topic first yeah. brainstorm my topic that's going to take me 30 minutes mm -hmm. okay then I do find my sources that's mm -hmm. going to take me probably like two hours mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. is a problem mm -hmm. so like I'm going to break it up into different parts where I say like okay 30 minutes I'm going to spend like mm -hmm. finding the source about this topic I'm going to mm -hmm. spend 30 minutes doing this mm -hmm. like when you break it down to the stuff like that like it's so much more manageable like yep. it's like you know like somebody hands you like a full steak and you're like man i can't eat that yeah and then you but you like you don't eat the whole steak no like you, you break it into little you tiny delicious cut it chunks. up into pieces yep. and then eat it that way like so it, <laughs> like if you think about your big projects and just like your time in general like mm -hmm. that like it makes it way more manageable me for me personally i can't even though it's called time management it's i can't manage by the by the by the minute, by the hour, um, because then it, I will feel like if I don't complete the task within the allotted time, I'm a failure. But now, okay, so now you've talked about what works for you and how you manage your day-to-day, -day, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about how I okay. manage my day-to-day. -day. Um, okay, so you mentioned that you start your day that way, 
But for me, if I start my day by trying to plan what I need to do for the day, I already feel like I'm behind and I'm already like <laughs> so nervous and like sweaty. <laughs> so I, my planning and my time management starts from the day before. I always delegate three main tasks. And as long as I can get those three tasks done in the day, I feel accomplished. <laughs> and that again is for... Um, my, I guess, like you're saying, my coping mechanism. That's how I manage my anxiety. But it's not anxiety. like the same task it's every not, day. No, it's not. So it's like the, my top three. So this so is that's like, what I call it. This is like your priority tasks and Correct. everything else is just like extra. Correct. So I, um, and I have uh, to-do lists for a, a, now I am much better about keeping them in my head. <laughs> I used to have to write them down. Um, but I write so sloppy when I write too fast that I just stopped keeping them physical. Um, so now I just kind of keep them in my head. Like I know, and because most of our tasks here are kind of repetitive, I know that for every video that I edit, I got to do A, B, and C. For every um, social media post that we, that we put out, I have to do A, B, and C. I break the task up into little mini to-dos, but those are all kept in my head. That is not a good way to do it when you first start out. <laughs> well, yeah, like, so... <laughs> because you'll like, forget. Stuff. Going going back to... <clears throat> this is all about, like, what you're talking about is creating a workflow. Yes, um, yeah. So you're talking about, like, the... You know, because you've done these things mm -hmm. before, like, what exactly the steps are Correct. to make this, like, happen. Mm -hmm. um, and okay. the same thing, like, now, like, my first... Again, going back to the first craft video that we mm -hmm. made, like I had no idea like what the work was involved. Yeah, exactly. So that would, and there were people I could have asked for that, like, you know, to see, like Kaylee does weekly craft videos. So mm -hmm. I could have asked Kaylee, like, hey, what do you do? Like step-by-step, step, how do you do this? But I didn't. Um, <laughs> well, and then sometimes it's just what may work for one person won't necessarily work for you anyway. So even if you had asked Kaylee, she probably has a completely different workflow that works for her that may not have worked for you. So I find that, I sometimes find not that you shouldn't ask for other people's advice or help, but um, just take the time to maybe do the steps yourself so that you can feel or think through them through. Th yeah. Think through them um, or do like some research on them. Like mm -hmm. if you're writing like a big paper, like mm -hmm. maybe do some how to write a paper research. Yeah. Like what are some of the steps you should take it like think what to I yourself. did like what I did for this time management thing <laughs> yeah like so think for yourself like and then like go through like I'm not gonna do that that's not gonna work for yeah. me you know like yourself. I think as we talk more about this and as I was doing the research you have to know yourself <laughs> pretty well in order to manage your time you know what your faults are you know what your strengths are like you know you're a procrastinator so you have created strategies and ways to prevent yourself from falling into that procrastination hole. I'm going to go into how I, again, into, into planning. And I plan ahead. That's my strategy. It's not a sexy habit, <laughs> but writing down your weekly to-dos and tasks immensely helps you manage your time because you can see, and I recommend doing it a week at a time when you're first starting out. Because in school, in college, at work, most of the time we're working week to week. That's how that's how time is kind of broken up into. Like I said, I would give myself a top three. So one, two, three, these things are the new ones I need to do. But I still had a running list of things that needed to be accomplished for the day. So how did I decide the, those top three were the ones that needed to be done today? Well, how did you decide? Okay, so time sensitive. 
like we've already said, some things are due that day and you cannot move them. Other things are important to me for um, other projects. So they needed to be accomplished in a certain order or um, they are important to me in a personal goals way. So that's how I decide. <laughs> I take a look at my day and I say, these three need to be done today. What I found is that things can live on my to-do list if if they're not, in, if they're, they are important and they need to be done, but they don't have to be done today. They can rotate from day to day. So at the end of the day, not only do I look for the, for, you know, for like tonight, I'm going to look at tomorrow and I'm going to plan tomorrow, but I'm also going to look at today. This one needs to get done. So I'm going to go ahead and rotate this guide to tomorrow. So then if that becomes something that I feel needs to be very important tomorrow, then it becomes one of my priority items. I move from day to day that way. Also delegate. I delegate things at the branch. I don't necessarily need to be involved in every step of the craft making process. I don't need to be involved in every process, every step of Kaylee's story. I just don't need to do that. I know what needs to be hands-on and I also know what I can hand off. So let's say, for example, you're, you have a group project. I was one of those kids who needed to be involved in every single aspect of a group project, again, because my grades were very important and I'm neurotic and I'm a nerd. But do you really have to be involved in every single step of that group project? I'm here to tell you no, because I did not <laughs> do anything in my group project. Like, I, well, I did, I did stuff in my group projects, but I didn't need to be involved in our group projects. Like, this is why, like, I did really well in group projects in high school. I would find the kids who were really good at, like, naturally really good at time management <laughs> and then partner with them mm -hmm. um and then mm -hmm. they would be like oh we need to do this step this step this step you were and with I'd me. be like okay i'll do this step and you were in my group other people can everybody else worries about their own stuff yeah so this was like my my method of like that works yeah <laughs> that works very well that is what type A or OCD kids need to learn <laughs> is to hand things off. Um, but I think delegating is very important. So if there are tasks that are on your list that don't need necessarily to be done by you, can you hand them off? That's another way to manage your time because then you're not taking, you're not inefficiently using your own time. Your time is valuable. And um, my really great big tip, which I don't think is a surprise to anybody or shouldn't be a surprise is that you can say no, please, by all means say no. If someone is trying to give you something to do that is not something you have to do and you look at your schedule and it can't fit, you can say no. I feel like this is very targeted to me. <laughs> no. To me. Why? Because I'm looking at you? Because we're having no, a conversation. No, because we had this ex almost exactly this conversation this weekend. <laughs> That's true. We did. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Yes. <laughs> I, I will. And I look at you very a lot sometimes and I tell you you can they know yeah and one example of delegation that's like outside of like school is like your mom does this or your parent or adult does this when they assign you chores um, <laughs> yeah they don't want to clean the house so well, they no, they do it. About it. like my mom my mom was really busy my mom did yeah. all this stuff like she she worked full-time and then she did like the grocery shopping mm -hmm. and she did a lot of the cooking because mm -hmm. my dad had two jobs and stuff like this so like she would tell me and my sister like okay you need you do the dishes you fold the laundry mm -hmm. like this kind of thing um and we would sometimes do that but like that's like <laughs> stuff that like mom doesn't have time for yeah. so you know if you have these other two hands goofing off in the house so <laughs> yeah. like our two pairs of hands goofing off in the yeah. house so why not make them do it or yeah. have them do it so that's like an example of delegation delegation is all about like the reason team. some people are really good at delegation and some people are not is because they're team players mm -hmm. and their teamwork and um 
if you're not good at delegation or you don't like handing things off, my unfortunate um, news for you is that we live in a society and you're going to have to work as a team. Yeah. Like you, you, you may can't not live alone. No. What are some time management pitfalls? You already mentioned one. So I'm going to have. I did? Yeah. You said you are a procrastinator. I am. <laughs> so do you want the, okay, I'm going to give you the definition of procrastination. Okay. <laughs> so I wrote that down. The act or habit of putting off or delaying something requiring immediate attention. Does that sound like what procrastination is? Does that sound like what you do? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Yeah, it's an audio medium, so they can't see the look that I'm giving you. I know, what like... I get. <laughs> um, do you feel like you procrastinate? Because I was reading an article and it was very, um, it was like an emotional response. Like procrastinating, like procrastinators uh, have a very, they feel overwhelmed, well, not all. In this article, they were mentioning that sometimes procrastinators feel overwhelmed or uninspired. Oh yeah, totally. By tasks. Like that's exactly what happens. So this happens all the time, right? Is like uh, one of the things like here that I'm really uh, bad about procrastinating is like I process the new materials that come into the branch, and I tend to let them pile up, and then there's a huge <laughs> pile, and it's because I I really don't like processing new materials. So like I tend to let them pile up, and, and what I've learned now is like even though I procrastinate, like so what <laughs> I I do now is like I do my Pomodoro method where oh, okay. like I block out okay mm -hmm. 25 minutes I'm gonna do as many new material new materials as I can, and mm -hmm. then put those out, and then I'll go do something else. So that's something that's helped me manage procrastination. But like the reason I don't like doing new materials is because like I don't like it. Yeah. So the reason I procrastinate on it is because I don't like it. Yeah. Well, and we we avoid what we don't like. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and there's also this stuff too, like you know, like uh, procrastination is totally an emotional response because either you aren't inspired by it, like you said, or um, you like it makes you feel anxious. Mm -hmm. So like it makes you it's a really big project and it makes you feel anxious. Like I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, like, like that's, I'm gonna that's turn around. Natural, I can't see it. Yeah, like, that's a natural <laughs> instinct yeah. for humans is that like we see something that's like either makes us feel anxious or makes us worried. Mm -hmm. Like you know, like I don't. There's a lot of stuff that I don't want to start on, and so I procrastinate because I'm afraid that I'm gonna do it poorly mm -hmm. or like, I don't like. <laughs> don't feel like that. <laughs> um, well, I don't have a choice, but uh, <laughs> just don't. <laughs> feel that way uh but the like i i'm worried that i'll do a bad job and mm -hmm. so because i'm scared that i'll do a bad job like this happens a lot with my schoolwork is that i'll procrastinate on stuff oh, and then yeah. it'll come in late yeah but like even doing a bad job is better than doing no job at all yeah right yeah so this is kind of like you know like that's it's totally a, an emotional response is mm -hmm. like i don't want to do that because it's a really big project but like again if you break it up into smaller pieces mm -hmm. like you'll be able to manage it much more efficiently much better yeah but also like you know it's better to do something poorly than not at all yeah. and that's something like i'm still having issues with um is like i don't like doing things wrong or i don't yeah. like doing things that are bad mm -hmm. so like you guys will hear me talk around the branch about like i'm disappointed in how this turned out this didn't turn out the way that i wanted to yeah and but at least it was something but at least it was something <laughs> and you guys are always like 
you're insane. Um, yeah. You look at me like I'm crazy. I'm yeah. Like, I know what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> I did a bad job. Yeah. Like, well, and you do that every time you hand off a video for me to edit. You're like, it was terrible, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it was, it was, it was perfectly fine. It was more than fine. It was great. I edited it. It was easy. I don't understand. Can you just calm down? Because <laughs> then you start making me anxious <laughs> because you're just like, it wasn't great. And I'm like, no, it was. Um, okay. So let's go back to some pitfalls. Uh, do you ever do this? Your phone. Yeah. Do you find like your phone is a distraction? Yeah. When <laughs> I have ADHD. Yes. Uh, everything is a distraction. So that is one of the most, I feel like one of the most common time wasters in this day and age is our phones because we are constantly on them. And granted, we are on them because like we were saying, we're concentrating on our social media presence, especially in this virtual environment. That is the only way that we can interact or, with our patrons. Or like I'm checking my... I'm checking email. my phone, my email. <laughs> yeah. I, I have all my school email on there. Mm -hmm. I have my like school calendar and stuff mm -hmm. on there. But also like it keeps me in touch with the people that I know and the people that I care about. Mm -hmm. So the phones like it's not it's kind of like something that's weird. Like it's kind of indispensable, but also like you really don't need to look at it all the time. No, you don't. And that's one of the um, one of the things that I mentioned here is like put your phone down. <laughs> like if you're like me and I have, you know, every, my whole life I have now become a digital planner. Um, like right now, my phone is not in here and I'm going, I'm very anxious about my phone not being in here. It's on your desk. It's I fine. know, I know it's fine. <laughs> I know my phone is fine. And it's, it's, um, nothing is going to happen. As if I have, like, <laughs> I leave my phone everywhere though. So like, I, I never realized that my phone, is, fortunately at work, I never realized my phone is missing until I look around. I'm like, well, <laughs> again, because I plan digitally my calendar and my tasks and everything is on my phone. But I also have like personally, you know, just like group chats and uh, my own personal social media. Um, I don't have that much, but I do, you know, find myself sometimes getting sucked into social media holes where you're just online scrolling through feeds and, or reading article after article. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have, um, what I have found is that if I give myself a break, like you were saying, like kind of like the Pomodoro, where I work, 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 and then every few hours I give myself maybe like five minutes just to kind of look and check my chats. Cause, and that happens all the time. Like you were saying, sometimes we're in here recording and my phone is dinging. It's because I'm a part of like 10 different group chats with like generally the same six people. <laughs> we're splitting ourselves into like these tiny groups and so we're all in 10 different chats with the same group of people and we're sending messages across the board I do not need to check that every every few minutes and I once I give myself like a couple hours of work and I take my like you know one or you know five minute break or so and that sometimes not even that long it's just long enough to check the messages I will have like 30 missed text messages and um, and sometimes it's from my mom and sometimes I get, like, I get a lot of notifications too. like, um, like the school sends me text messages, um, which I appreciate and emails. So it's just, I need, you know, I will give myself five minutes every couple hours and maybe like every three or four hours to check my email. That's not work related because my work email is always up on my desk. And then I will check text messages. And then if I have any time left, I'll scroll through social media for like a minute or two. Otherwise, I would be on the phone all day long. <laughs> Just but save yourself. Most phones now, like I don't know, my my Pixel, my Google Pixel has mm -hmm. uh, like a, a wellness 
mode that mm -hmm. I don't use because I, I don't check my phone as often. I deleted social media from my phone. Good. So, um, <laughs> yeah, like, so I don't have, and that was my main time waster. And so after mm -hmm. I've done that, like now I don't really need my phone, need mm -hmm. to look at my phone all the time. But like I deleted like all of my social media apps from my phone. So that's, it's been a major, except for Instagram, but that's been a major And that's benefit. only because we use Instagram for work. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been a major benefit to like my time. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that's probably not an option for everybody. But, no. but, but it, like I said, it is very easy to use your same Pomodoro strategy and kind of adapt it to giving yourself a break and i i just I, I mentioned here it's like a reward like i've been good for several hours i'm not looking at my phone now i'm gonna look at it for five minutes um but the, your phones also have like mute settings so yeah mute like, settings or they have like digital wellness mm -hmm. is what google calls it okay. or like they tell you how much time you're spending on a screen oh, okay. or like you can set a little reminder mm -hmm. like hey don't look at your phone like, yeah it's time to stop oh, looking nice. at your phone yeah and stuff like that like i don't know if other models of phone do that but mm -hmm. i don't use that because like you, you it don't. irritates me and I just ignore it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, I, we'll see. Okay. So I don't like things telling me what to do. Like yeah. I don't like, tech, <laughs> I don't like it when technology tells me what to do. Um, <laughs> like you don't control my life. Google. Right. <laughs> like you don't tell me what I'm to the, do. I'm the master of my own destiny. <laughs> yeah. I'm the captain of my soul. This is, like, this is like Skynet. No, we're not going there. Um, so that's just definitely one time waster is your phone. Um, related, but kind of different, especially if you work in an office, is internet holes. I don't know if that's the, like, is that the actual term? Like an um, internet hole? Like you fall down a spiral of just being on yeah. the internet. <laughs> like YouTube videos. Yeah, like, yeah, it was like memes, videos, articles. Again. Social media. Social media, yeah. So again, I, I try not to do that, especially here at work, because they monitor our time spent on Oh yeah, stuff. that's really cool. Um, but, you know, give yourself maybe five minutes. Uh, another time waster, which this is going to sound silly, but it makes sense. Um, multitasking. What is multitasking, you ask? It is carrying out two or more tasks at the same time by one person. How do you think that this could possibly be a time waster? You're doing more things at the same time, so you're getting done faster, right? Yeah, well, so speaking again as somebody with ADHD, <laughs> like the thought of doing like two important tasks at the same time that require like I can't I can't switch between tasks like that um, because it overwhelms me it gets me frustrated and usually like the work suffers between mm -hmm. the two mm -hmm. so like when I'm working on our podcast editing our podcast that's the only thing I'm doing right everything else goes on mute everybody else like I have a sign up on my desk do not bother me yeah. like that kind of thing which like, is why we've discussed like you working from home the days that you yeah. edit the podcast because it's and like you were saying, like you're ADHD, you're easily distracted. So it's like I think it's a Nick Offerman quote where like don't do one thing, two things halfway. Do one thing the whole way, yeah, and correct. that will once you focus your energy on that, it's a much better way to focus your energy. Also, the human brain really isn't meant no. to like <laughs> multitask like that. No. It seems like we are like because we can do things more than one time, and a lot of times like we're expected to do multiple things at one time, but to do like labor intensive, like concentration intensive tasks where um, 
you know, like you're doing two at once, two or more at once, like that's not how your brain works. No. And you're just going to like burn yourself out. Well, to do that. yeah, it's one thing to like say um, you throw your clothes into the laundry and then you set, turn the laundry, like the washing machine on and let it run. And then you go and like <laughs> take a shower, which is what I do. Um, right. Because or wash the dog or whatever right um that other thing is not really requiring your focus <laughs> no none of those things like you only have to do like you know just toss a laundry in. right but like in terms of multitasking like i think of multitasking as i'm in a meeting and i'm answering <laughs> curbside at the same yeah. time you know like i can't i can't have a phone conversation an in-person conversation at the same time <laughs> um well i mean like you're saying it's not it's not possible to carry on yeah two so conversations if i have that happening like somebody talking in my ear and then i'm talking to a mm -hmm. customer on the phone like the customer suffers like mm -hmm. i can't focus my attention on the customer right and it's the same thing like if you're doing like watching tv and trying to do your homework oh man you as good as that sounds dude it's not a good you idea. Can't, like, yeah like maybe you can listen to music at the same time yes like yeah because i find that that sometimes that helps um I guess I it does know. help concentration like it, it does help block out distractions yes but like that's totally normal but like trying to watch TV and do your homework yeah. or do a project or whatever like that's not gonna work for you no and that's all we're talking about is learning what works best for you manage your time it's it's you are you need to learn you're not a child <laughs> you need to learn how to take care of yourself and part of that is going to be managing your time you could have issues like specifically like socially but like also you could end up like before mm -hmm. i really learned to manage my time um so you get anxious when your mm -hmm. time's not managed well mm -hmm. i get stressed mm -hmm. i get physically ill and then because it compounds, it kind of like becomes a snowball effect where it just gets bigger overwhelming, and bigger, bigger. bigger and bigger and bigger. And that happens to me a lot where I, I burn out really quickly. Mm -hmm. That took me a long time to learn that. So mm -hmm. uh, I think we talked about a couple episodes ago how I had to take two years off from mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happened is I didn't. One of the major things that I had issues with was managing my time. Mm -hmm. So all of these things were mm -hmm. like it felt like everything was happening at once mm -hmm. and I couldn't you know, keep up with it. Uh, I was treading water and then I wasn't. Yeah. And I had to take, I burnt out and took two years off from school because of it. So that's kind of a dramatic example. But I think that's very, I don't think that's abnormal. I think that that is a very common situation that happens. Like I said, like I mentioned before, when I first started managing my own time, I had a physical planner. So if you are one of those people who needs to write things down, I would definitely suggest purchasing, creating, making your own planner even if that's just like a couple scraps of paper that are <laughs> uh, stapled together and you're writing your to-do list on it so just invest in what a planner that works for you like you were saying you have your disc bound planner and that works for you i have been time like managing my time for over a decade um probably like more than half my life <laughs> and i have had every type of planner but with time i realized that okay because again i like my check boxes right i like to check my items off so every month i was writing pay your rent pay your rent that is a waste of time <laughs> i i also said that i need to write things down in order to remember them but paying my rent is not something that needs to take up space in my brain. I know it needs to be done. And if I could somehow write it down, but not have to write it down every time, that would save me time. What I realized like to, that made me really anxious was that I needed to learn to digitally plan. Why I say that that made me anxious at the time was because I kept feeling like something, like I was gonna forget something or like the technology was gonna fail me. 
And uh, I put it off and put it off and put it off. And when I started and I made the switch to plan digitally, I tried 10 different, 10 to 15 different apps. I finally find one, I found one and I have used one for about six to seven years now that really works well for me. I have rotating tasks or what is it? Um, reoccurring tasks. Mm -hmm. So I write down pay your rent one time. It's a little to do. It has a little box. I can tap it and it has a little check mark. <laughs> that sounds really weird, but it makes me so happy. And we talked about last episode, how I love to pay my bills. <laughs> They're all little reoccurring tasks, little check boxes on my phone and my app. And I get to put a little check and it makes me happy and it makes me feel accomplished and it makes me feel like a grown up. That app works for me. Does that mean that that'll work for everybody? No. No, because it doesn't work for me. Exactly. Okay. So um, then you now you talk about what you feel like is like, you know, what is a good way? Like what would, I don't know. So I, I, I plan some things digitally. Uh, I do like all of my bills like recurring monthly i have it on my app because i have an android i have mm -hmm. widgets are little iphones have widgets so yeah congratulations yeah. um <laughs> shut up uh but i have a uh android app that lets me do a widget where it's just an agenda view oh okay. um, which is so it's a list of everything mm -hmm. with the dates on it and that's way more helpful to me i don't like the calendar view um, <laughs> we're so different <laughs> because well the calendar view um is it overwhelming no it's more like it's just not big enough on my oh, phone okay. okay so gotcha. i can't see the entire but with the agenda view i can do it and i can also have it on my home screen mm -hmm. and see the entire oh. name of the yeah yeah, yeah 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 instead of the calendar view yeah um i do the same thing with all of my shifts like like for work, mm -hmm. I block out, especially when I had two jobs, like I, I blocked, I needed to have that block yeah. so that I could plan better. Um, I do it for all of my major assignments in school too. Um, but for my, my day to day tasks, uh, having something like that, like would like drive me insane because it's, <laughs> it's too much information on, uh, yeah. on the agenda on my phone. Okay. So for sense. my day to day tasks, usually what I have, I use like to do lists. Like I write out line by line to do lists and then include notes in those to do lists or yeah. like that kind of thing is way more useful to me. I, my calendar view on the app that I use does both. It has like a little calendar at the top where, and I color code everything because my brain works that way. So my daughter has a color, I have a color, work items have a color, bills have a color. So I can look at the dot of color and I can see that I have tasks for whatever category. So that's what's very helpful for me in terms of digital calendars. Mm -hmm. um, I still, it's still not my favorite, but I do have, like it's so much easier because I always have my phone on exactly. me. Exactly, yeah. I probably won't always have like a planner on Yeah, me. and then and that, and that was, uh, like I said, that was the main reason why I decided to make the switch. I was a, I was a physical planner, like I liked my planner, but it just became something where I was rewriting the same group of tasks every month and it was a waste of time. So that's why, that works for me. That's how I manage my time. The last thing that I want to mention is just where you can get more information about time management. All I did was type in time management into Google mm -hmm. and then focus on the articles that were coming from school, <laughs> from schools and universities. Um, they had a lot of great tips. Some of them had quizzes that you can take to find out what kind of a learner you are and what kind of a, like if you are a procrastinator or a time waster, what kind you are. Um, so those were really helpful. But like we always say, do your research. These are just tips and tricks that work for us personally. This is just works 
what works for us and what I thought was good information to have about time management. Do your own research, please. You'll make me so happy. And HTPL also has, uh, I mean, like, I don't think people really think of the library when they're like, how do I manage my time? Oh, but no, but there's great books. <laughs> we have a ton of great books. We also have a service called uh, LinkedIn Learning mm -hmm. that is available, and they have, like, a ton of courses on time management. But anyways, um, all right, so let's wrap this up. And we are Octavia Fields Library, but mm -hmm. you can find us on Instagram as... Uh, Octavia Fields Library. On Facebook. Octavia Fields Library. <laughs> and on Twitter. Octavia Fields. <laughs> you can also call the branch, 832-927-5500. Um, if you're in another country, please don't call us. I don't think it'll come through. But we would love to hear from you on social media. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't think anybody in another country, our international listeners, are going to call our branch. You don't know that. They want to talk to us. We're awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of confused as to what you're expecting them to say, like, when they call us. We would love to know what's important to you. If you're listening um, and you have any suggestions, please hit us up on social media. Again, my name is Gabby, and I'm here with Nicole. And this was... What does that even mean? An adulting 101 podcast hosted by the Octavia Fields Library, courtesy of the friends of the Octavia Fields Library. Thanks for cutting that check. <laughs> we'll Bye. see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.